0: Finally, we had a good game. Man, did we need that. Alright, everyone. Welcome back to Brown's Breakdowns. We are proud partners of Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Sport Network. Um, So... Yeah, that was a that was a pretty good game. Uh, so if you're wondering, that's this is probably the biggest question on your mind. Why did I not publish a episode on Saturday? Well, I am I got sick. I am still a little sick. Uh, not much, but I'm still a little sick. So if you hear me cough or sniffle just a little, it's because I haven't fully recovered yet. But I'm getting there. I'll probably be healthy by thursday probably somewhere around there so i'm i was sick that's why there wasn't an episode and i just didn't want to publish a bad episode all right so first things first let's just look at the scores the score was 27 to 3 now the reason this is important is because we had a really 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 bad game against the steelers um it was what was the score 26 to 22 uh Watson looked really bad the defense was really good though and so having a bounce back game of 27 to 3 is really 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 big uh it was just a really good game Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of it because I still was sick and so I couldn't really watch much of it but I paid attention a little uh Watson was definitely looking much better the defense was just gross uh we'll talk about them in a minute but like first thoughts definitely a good game definitely something that we needed to get done because we were just severely lacking uh Nick Chubb obviously this is the first game where he's gone uh if you heard the news this is a bit old now though but Nick Chubb only tours MCL somehow uh with light damage to all the other things um so he is only out for six to eight months so might not be a career ender uh like we thought but his contract is still over for the Browns, so he might be the end of his Browns career, but he might play somewhere else. So great news, even if he doesn't play with us ever again, great news that he's fine. Um, but it was just like, it was, it was a good game. We had multiple plays where we looked like we were a good team. Uh, Watson finally had a good game. Uh, I did not see a single ha- Watson hater out there. While I was watching the game, no one was hating on Watson. It's funny how they always go silent right when one of them does something good. Uh, kind of strange how they do that, but yeah, it was it was a good game. We needed a game like this. The Titans are nowhere. Are no super good team. They're no uh, what's the best team in the league right now? Probably 49ers. Yeah, they're no 49ers. They they're fine. Like they're a nine and eight team, eight and nine. They might actually be worse than that. But it was a really good game by us. Now, so to point one is Watson played much better. That's point number one. Everyone cares about Watson. Uh, that's just how it goes. Everyone loves Watson. Go, Watson. Woohoo! Uh, he was 27 for 33 for 289 for two touchdowns and zero interceptions. So he only missed six passes. He had 289 yards and two touchdowns. Now, compared to last week's stat, uh, stat line, he was very, very good. He was not missing as... Uh he was not missing as much as he was um in this against the Steelers game. And so this was definitely a very, very good game for him. Clearly he was not happy with the Steelers performance and wanted to bounce back and had that bounce back game. Now one thing about Watson that was really nice was he was not missing passes. He was not missing passes at all he was perfectly placing them and even if they weren't perfectly placed they were still in the catch radius of his receivers which it it was just a really good game no matter where he threw the ball someone was going to come down with it obviously sometimes that's a bad thing but in this case it wasn't he threw no interceptions and so it was just a super super good game by Deshaun Watson for the for the game and so something like that there you go there's my first cough uh but something like that is just a big morale boost especially for your quarterback because your quarterback is most of the time the cornerstone the leader the key everything that you can the leader the cornerstone he is the heart and soul of your team most of the time i mean patrick mahomes uh if we go back a little while peyton manning tom brady drew Brees. uh let's think of some more um Like like a player like, somewhat like maybe Kirk Cousins, Uh, everyone revolves around Kirk Cousins, and however however he does is how good the team does somewhat. And so players like uh, these big-bodied players that are not not big-bodied and like fat, but big-bodied and like maybe that's not a good term. Either way, he's he, he he leads the team. And so this is a big morale boost for everyone because seeing your quarterback have a good game once makes you want to have a good game. And so it was it was a really good game for Watson. He really needed this game because he was not very good against Pitt, and so he really really needed to have this game and to find a way to get a good uh, a good game onto the onto the box score, a good game onto the field because we did not we did not want him to come out of the gates uh with two bad games uh in the first 3 weeks. So now next point was the receivers. Uh receivers were uh pretty good. Amari uh, finally had a breakout game, seven receptions, 116 yards, really good game for him. Uh and DPJ had a really big catch. I mean, it was a it was a really really good catch and he had that catch. Uh, I think it was the third quarter but it was let's see um uh, three receptions for 49 yards so already a really really good game right there uh not really really good but uh and they would okay here I'm gonna tell you guys the stupidest call this is this is and I will with all my heart say this this was the stupidest referee call in NFL history. So what happened was basically the Amari Cooper caught the ball, right? He catches the ball and he runs uh, a foot and a half out of um, a foot and a half away from the the, 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 what do you call it? Crap. I can't think of it. Uh, out of bounds, out of bounds, right? Between him and his foot. He catches it, runs a little, with maybe a foot and a half between his foot and the out-of-bounds, and he goes around, and eventually, he turns this maybe 15-yard catch into a touchdown. They called out-of-bounds. He was at least a foot out of, um, or foot still away from the out-of-bounds line, and they called it out-of-bounds. There was literally a referee standing there watching the play happen, and he was at least a foot away from the out-of-bounds line and they called him out of bounds it was a touchdown and it was the dumbest, just stupidest referee call ever. It was unbelievable how just insanely terrible that call was. I have never in my entire life seen such a awful call that was called on that play. It was so bad dude. it was so abysmal. I was just so confused too because like it it went for a touchdown too that's what made it even worse like if you want to just make everything even worse he scored on that play too and so it was just such an unbelievable call that was just unnecessary and so terrible too that it didn't even make sense how bad it was like you could have smacked put like just some random dude into the the place of the referee and he would have probably met a made a better call than whatever the guy did i mean it was horrible but it is what it is there's nothing you can do about it now but man that was a bad call but it went for a touchdown which made it just all even, even worse so what happened uh with uh oh crap elijah moore had three receptions for 49 yards too i'm Lost my notes, I couldn't find it. Um, but he did pretty good, too. Now, the the defense, let's just talk about the defense in whole. Um, so the defense total was really good, only letting up obviously only letting up three points. And so, here's where it got even grosser. So, Miles Garrett, right? We all know who he is, he's the best player on the team, uh, only competable by Nick Chubb, and he's definitely better than Nick Chubb, probably. Um, uh, but he had three and a half sacks in that game. Now, yes, they're, um, the Titans' offensive line is not as good as we, as we think. It's pretty bad. But my goodness, he was just killing people. I mean, there was, it was just, un- he was just destroying everybody. Just crushing them. Just blowing right by the, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh... Offensive line, he was just, tro, 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 just, 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 just smashed right by the left tackle. Uh, they didn't even double team him half the time. That was the funniest part. They're like, ah, pff, whatever. He'll mess up. No, not me. Well, yeah, every single time. They didn't even double team him half the time. They're like, whatever. It's only, you know, Miles Garrett, the favorite, betting odds wise, right now at least, to win MVP. You know, nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing insane. Not MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, but it's like I think it's two one two to one for Miles Garrett and two two point five to one for like uh, T.J. Watt. So he's still the favorite, but yeah, Miles Garrett was really really good. He had three point five sacks. I mean, the defense looked insane. They may possibly be one of the best uh, one of the best defenses in the entire league right now because they held the Titans to ninety four. Total yards, ninety-four total yards. Like, that's the length of the field. That's not even the length of the field, actually. That's how bad they were. They couldn't go from this one yard line to the other one yard line. In, they couldn't do that. <laughs> you could not. They. That's how little yards they had. The defense was just, just, just crushing people. I mean, it was insane, dude. It was so, so, so crazy how just just incredible the defense was. They were just mauling, mauling the offensive line and just the receivers too in general. Uh, Well, they weren't mauling the receivers technically, but you know what I mean. Oh boy, it was just insane how just terrorizing, how, how hard... The defense was just crushing the people the, the Titans offense. They had no chance. Literally they had no chance whatsoever of stopping us. It was just it was insane. Um I have the stats pulled up right now, so if we wanna dive a little deeper into th- that's not what I wanted. I put in big gross. Who is this big well I guess I don't uh Brown's so yeah, it was it was twenty seven to three. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, T- Tannehill threw for one hundred and one y- four yards, so not good. Um, but if we look at the Browns, uh, the the defense was just killing people. I mean, uh, Alex Wright he had a sack. We had another half sack from Agbani or That was the half that was the half sack from Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett, there was actually a sack where. A he, I think I think he broke through a uh, a face mask and a holding call at the same time, and still sacked the uh, the quarterback. A as a face mask and a uh, a face mask and a holding call in the same play, and he still managed to get the sack. I mean, that's just how good he is. Is he can sack someone? while going through a um, while going through a face mask I don't know I can't remember this while going through a face mask and a holding call I mean that's just that is just insane on how he can just crush people and they have no chance of stopping him I mean he his bag his bag of moves is just so crazy deep that he can power through a face mask. you you, you, you can't even double team I mean double teaming half the time doesn't even work. Half the time with double teams, he'll get double teamed and split right between the uh, the two guys when one breaks away for a second to try and block someone else and sack the quarterback anyway. I mean, he is just such a force of nature. There's He's a demon. This guy is unstoppable. There's nothing you can do to stop him. Uh, and in that exact one, he actually managed to sack the quarterback and the, uh, what do you call it? Oh, man. The, 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 the 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 tackle. Oh. there's <coughs> cough number 2. I don't know why I'm keeping track, but the tackle was holding on to him the entire time and he still got to the the quarterback. So he basically sacked the quarterback and the offensive tackle, which I don't I don't even that's obviously not possible cuz the tackle doesn't get sacked, but it's it you know what I mean. He's just he's gross, man. He is so unbelievably just a one-man wrecking crew basically just so so good um and then for some other stats uh nick, nick oh, oh, can't talk uh not nick chubb jerome ford was okay eh, he was not that okay it was 10 for 18 10 carries for 18 yards and a touchdown now that may seem terrible the run game may have been looked terrible but if you look at that we still had a total of 78 rushing yards which yeah that's really bad never mind uh but we had 27 yards from pierre strong jr uh 18 yards from jerome Ford, 15, 16 yards from watson i mean that's hard yards uh kareem hunt re-signed with the team uh after the the, the uh what do you call it oh man i can't think you can tell i'm sick because i don't i can't think um, Nick Chubb, he got hurt, so we re-signed Kareem Hunt, which was kind of funny because we weren't probably going to pick him up if Chubb didn't get hurt, but he ended up getting picked up anyway. He was 13 yards, And then Harrison Bryant had 4 yards. Um, Jerome Ford also contributed a little through the air with 33 yards. Kareem Hunt also contributed a little with 22 yards. But, yeah, that, that, that defense was so good, man. Sadly, we couldn't pick anyone off, and I don't think the Titans... Oopsie. the Titans had any turnovers uh, fumbles none interceptions none oh we had a fumble apparently I don't remember what who fumbled it but yeah we had we oh no okay yeah so let's talk about Watson for one second just because there was the this was the stupidest play in NFL history it wasn't obviously but so Watson basically here let me pull up the YouTube video so I can fully describe what happens so i gotta get through some ads stupid ads no one cares um so basically what happens is it's first and ten watson fakes the handoff and the edge he doesn't get blocked by the running back he runs and tackles watson right he wraps him up and then like spins around watson he can't get a grip so he's just holding onto his ankle and he falls off and then another guy probably i think comes in and grabs watson by the waist this time it's a true tackle and grabs him and brings him to the ground. So Watson is facing backwards, right? His back is to the uh, the line of scrimmage, right? So he is facing completely turned around. His back is to the line of scrimmage, to the first down, all, the, all that stuff, right? So he's falling backwards. And you know what he decides to do? He decides to throw the ball. Um, he decides to throw the ball away for some reason. He throws it backwards and... Elijah Morris to run and pick it up and it's like a 20 yard 20 yard loss. It was such a silly and just really dumb pass. Um, but I'm, we're gonna be right back actually because we have to pay the bills we got some advertisements so I will talk to you guys in just one second. Okay, so we are back here on the Browns Breakdowns, proud partners with Fanatical Elves Network and obviously fans First sports network. So we were talking about Deshaun Watson, uh, him throwing the ball backwards and being like a 30-yard loss. Uh, I was considering it the dumbest play. But let's move on from Watson and talking about Dustin, Hop- Dustin Hopkins. Now, Dustin Hopkins is our kicker. And what's... We obviously have not had good luck with kicker. Obviously, we thought we had a good kicker after week one with that rookie who made that game-winning kick against the Panthers, and then he kind of just stunk for the rest of the year. And I don't even know who he plays on anymore. I don't even remember his name. I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember the guy's name. Um, But there there was the... we, We just can't get a kicker. And now we have Dustin Hopkins. Dustin Hopkins was really good. He was... Um, he can kick from 48 yards and 52 yards, apparently, because he hit both kicks from 48 and from 52. And it doesn't matter if you're a professional or not. Well, obviously, it matters. You know what? I'm going to retract my sentence and refresh it, re- re- restate it. it. 52 yards and 48 yards are not easy. I mean, most professional kickers can hit from there. Like most starting NFL kickers they can hit from 52 it's just tough uh it's like a it's like they'll hit four out of 10 from 52 probably more i'm probably just don't know what i'm talking about but 52 yards is not easy i mean like you and me we couldn't even get close to 52 yards which just shows how insanely good these athletes are but yeah 52 yards is not easy 48 yards really isn't much easier anyway is not much easier um so we finally, hopefully, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We were thinking this exact same thing with uh, our rookie kicker back in week one. We were like, oh, yeah, he's the best kicker in the league. And then he fell off a cliff. So let's not get too ahead of ourselves because, obviously, we do not want that to happen again. And so uh, Derrick Henry, we all know who Derrick Henry is. Well, well, he He probably isn't the best running back in the league anymore. But he was most likely maybe like three years ago, four, th- uh, maybe not four years ago. He he has been in contention for best running back in the league for a few years now. And we limited limited him to 20 yards. I mean, this guy is not a scrubber or anything. He is getting a little old. So he is going to start regressing. But this man is not. But he's like on the brink of regressing. Like, he's still playing at peak level right now. Like he's not he's not peak level, but he's still playing. He's barely gone down the hill of regression. He's just started regressing just a little. He is still really, really good. And we held him 20 yards. Apparently they had negative rush yards. I couldn't find any information on that. I just like kind of looked. Um but yeah it was a really really good game for the run defense which obviously if you look back to the offseason and 2022. That was one of our biggest holes was the run defense. We just couldn't stop it. Now, um, obviously, it has been a little shaky every once in a while. Uh, Back in the the Bengals game, Joe Mixon was running on us, but then they just stopped running. Uh, Najee Harris didn't do very good, but yeah. It was a really, really good... Just a really good... uh, A really good game for the run defense, which obviously has been a struggle for the team. And now... I would like to throw out another thing is the apparently this is coming from sports illustrated this is about the steelers but according to pro football talks mike florio the browns could have a way to void watson's future guarantees if the league suspends him for on field infractions the five-year 230 million thirty contract completely stupid by the way is fully guaranteed even stupider by cleveland actually you know what this five-year 230 million is not stupid that's how much quarterbacks are being paid this year or not this year just in general i mean if you look at some of the other contracts this is like number five now but the specifics of this suspension would play key a key role in the contract if watson is suspended for only one game or because of non-egregious conduct his guarantees stay in place however the team determines if the suspension is due to egregious conduct this past week viant watson was fined two face mask penalties and then for a violent gesture and on the field i don't think that gesture that i did it was just a little like they just pretended to make a, a gun and went pew 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 in the air like they were i don't actually know the reason i didn't think it was a violent gesture whatever currently there's no talk of suspension but that could and likely would change if he continues accumulating penalties for these same issues watson has 138 million guarantees remaining in his contract which runs through 2026 through those two through two games this season watson has completed 38 of 69 passes oh boy for 389 yards oh boy two touchdowns and two interceptions good lord uh Oh, that's it, and then they like make sure you bookmark it or whatever. So apparently, if we just suspend Watson, we'll um, we might be able to get around his contract. Man, that would be really nice. Uh, oh boy, that could be awesome if we could get out of that stupid guaranteed contract. Good lord, Oh, that would be so cool. That would be so awesome. So. Now, I think one thing that we should probably consider with Watson is uh, we got to figure out how we can make him better. I I know that that sounds weird, like there's nothing you can do to make him better. But I feel like in practice, we got to start changing things up from the coaching perspective maybe call some new plays maybe call a different scheme maybe call lunch different maybe maybe try different things and see if you can maybe find something which works um which works with Watson better and maybe you can find like like this shotgun pass where Amari runs a 10 yard in route um, DPJ runs a 16-yard curl route where he goes straight up and breaks down for like two yards. And then Elijah Moore runs like like, like a slant route. And maybe, just maybe, that play is like insane. Like Watson is just just, just 15 yards, 15 yards, 15 yards, 30 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards. And you're just, just banging off these plays. I, obviously, I, I don't actually know. I have no coaching experience but maybe we can try and through a coaching perspective make watson better by calling plays which play to his strengths and benefit him maybe we can try and work in some more designed qb runs you know maybe send more and uh amari cooper or maybe like tpj and david njoku over to the right side and then have them blitz come in like be on the way far right side and have him curl run like slant diagonally and then block the two cornerbacks and maybe the safety and let Watson take a little hook route around and maybe design some runs for him. I'm just throwing out ideas, but I feel like we got to, um, we got to figure out a way to come up with some way to like make Watson better through a coaching perspective. Maybe just kind of find out what works for him and, maybe even if we and maybe root out what doesn't work for him so maybe find the play that he's just like kind of terrible at and then get that out of the playbook and now we don't have the terrible play now pff uh rates all players um so the higher the grade the better it's a zero to 100 uh pff has explained its grades as 100 to 90 is elite 89 to 85 is a pro bowler uh 84 to 70 is a starter 69 to 60 is a backup 59 to 0 is replaceable, so it's an A to an F. Now, Miles Garrett was a 93.3, uh, Alex Wright was a 90.5, Zeria Smith was a 70.7, and Ogbania Aronkawa was a 66.2. And then, if you look at Maurice Hurst, he was an 89.6, um, Jeremiah owusu Koromora was an 87.1, um, Sion Takitaki 62. I mean, just look at that, like. Look how good the defense was. We had three Pro Bowl caliber... uh, Or Pro pro Bowl ratings on our team. And two... Or wait, hold on. One, two, three... uh, Yeah. We had one, two, three Pro Bowl ratings. And two Elite ratings. I mean, that's just insane. That was such a good defensive game. So yeah that was a really good game um i don't have much more to talk about um i'm just kind of looking through the quote browns news right now that's according to pff by the way in case you were wondering um so yeah it was a good game uh we finally had a game where everyone looked good the defense looked good watson looked good the receivers looked good running game was a little was a little bad but obviously it's it's it, we don't have our star running back, so it does not matter. Um, it, well, it does matter, but you know, it's it's what we could. It's just what we deal with now. Week four, uh, I would just like to say, I, I I do my Saturday episode. There should be a Saturday episode unless I get worse from my sickness, which I don't see happening. But week four is against the Ravens, and if y'all should if y'all know, uh, week four of the NFL is going to be against the Ravens. Uh, so it's a divisional game. The Ravens are 2-1. and one, So yeah, Baltimore Ravens, uh, October 1st, 12 p.m. Baltimore Ravens versus uh, Cleveland Browns. So it is at home. But the Baltimore Ravens are 2-1. and one, Browns are 2-1. and one, And this is actually our f- final game before the bye. Uh, because we have a week 5 bye, which is really, really weird. So I'd just like to say uh, for the bye week, I will not be releasing any episode. Uh, I'll just be taking that week off, just like the team. It's kind of a break for me to just kind of, you know, not get burnt out. Usually I like it in the middle of the season, but this one's a little early. But so on there will be no episode for the bye week. But obviously the Saturday before the next game, there will still be an episode. So there will be no episode for that bye week. Uh, oh man, I'm explaining this terribly. So basically uh, this week will be Sunday. Sunday so october there will be obviously no episode um on october 7th which will be which would have reviewed october 8th game and then there will still be an episode on the 14th so the next episode will be the 7th so i will talk to you guys later i'll check you guys or not that was almost really weird i'll be with you guys on the 7th i love you all and i will talk to you guys later peas or not the seventh not the seventh my bad the first i'm sorry the 30th you know what i take back all these sentences goodbye i love you